Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hearstetter. And I'm Ted Zaleski. This is part two of our two-part season two kickoff episode. If you're listening to these in order, you just heard part one where we looked back at all the things that happened to us in season one. This episode will be the things we're looking ahead to in season two. So sit back and listen to where we're going. And something important coming for us in season two is related to Little Free Libraries. So on the next slide, um, this is something I hope you will all look up if you haven't already, called the Book People Project. Uh, the person who has organized this is a young lady named Ashlyn. She is in the audience tonight. She is 17 years old and doing amazing things in our community with Little Free Libraries. She is building them. She is fundraising to make the uh, materials and get the supplies and the costs that you need to cover building a library, stocking a library with books. So here we came into season one thinking that we wanted to do something with Little Free Libraries. And this just sort of came across our path. We're on social media and we follow some people, including Pipe the Side, which is a local brewing company. And they are book people. Uh, they not only have um, beer, which is great beer, but they also have book events. They do community book swaps, they've had book sales, they're uh, offering a book club at their, um, at their brewery in conjunction with the North Carroll Library. So it's kind of books and a beer, which is something that's right up Ted's alley that's come up on shows before. So when you're connected with someone on social media, you see the people that they're connected with. And I saw this pop up for me on Instagram for the Book People Project. I'm like, oh, this, this is interesting, what is it? And it, it's this person doing Little Free Libraries. And it just so happens that it's the daughter of the pipes, the side ownership. So I got in contact with them and wanted to talk a little bit about what they were doing. So if you're in the audience or you're watching this episode or listening to this episode and you want a way to contribute in your community, this is a great option. So if you are someone who has building skills, if you are uh, someone who has extra materials laying around, if you have books that you'd like to donate, if you like to paint, there is opportunity to do all sorts of things to help with Ashlyn's goal to have more little free libraries in the community. Or donate money. Absolutely. So she has a website. It tells you what her needs are. Uh, she's also on social media. It's thebookpeopleproject.com. Um, and Instagram is the same name, The Book People Project. We are following her. We're promoting activities that she has going on. Um, there is, a, where I don't know if I went, there is a bingo coming up on November. Yeah. Here I went and got, and I, I'm going to step away for one second. Too shocking. <laughs> um, oh, I actually had something to say. But Lori's back, so. No, no go. I've got to find the picture. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things where I talk about all the connections, things running into each other. I mean, this, this is the kind of the prime example. Yeah, we, we knew Pipe Decide. We were interested in libraries. Lori had run into this Book People project. And then we find out, you know, it's all the same thing. 
Book Bingo is going to be at Pipe Aside on Monday, November 27th from 6.30 to 9. Tickets are available, uh, $25. It's called, called Brookworm Bingo. And the proceeds go towards all of the costs that are associated with building a little free library, which is hundreds of dollars. And she's done this all herself, and she spent hundreds of hours putting them together. So let's help her out. I know what I was going to say. If you look yes. at that picture, um, the... Little free libraries they're doing are not like most of the little free libraries that you run into. They are, um, they're, they're works of art. <laughs> you know, it's really yes. interesting uh, stuff to look at. And um, you know, Lori mentioned that, that Ashlyn is here. Uh, she's kind of on the quiet side, so she asked us to talk for her. Uh, but we are, we are in awe of what she's doing. Mm -hmm. We are very supportive. If you go to our website, if you want to donate and you don't go directly to their stuff, we have it set up on our website where you can connect to yes. them to do donate your time, materials, or money. And we're talking about opportunities in season two that we can do some um, shared projects together. So stay tuned for more information on that. Um, another coming up uh, for season two, we've already established I like children's books. I'm doing a story time at Heather's Branch, um, Finksburg, on this Friday. Um, the theme is bears. Kind of started with, uh, you know, Goldilocks and the three bears. So I have three stories about three bears, all different personalities, and just going to have some fun hanging out with some youngsters. And this week, if you went to the Carroll County Library and looked at what was getting promoted on their website, Lori's story time was getting promoted, but this event was not. <laughs> <laughs> we did okay. There's plenty of people. I think there are more people here tonight than there will be kids on Friday. <laughs> so the next thing, uh, we have a big interview coming up. Friends of the Library. Oh, by the way, I meant to say something when you were up here. When you were um, Friends of the Library is obviously affiliated with Carroll County Public Library. And membership in that is something that um, is easy to do. There is a table at the back with cupcakes, water, and the forms for Friends of the Library. Andrea, I meant to turn this in to you while you were up here. I am turning mine in, Friends of the Library, $5, that's all it takes, um, to be one of the Friends of the Library. So their events are, um, I don't know all that they do. I'm going to become a member and find out more, but one of which is their annual meeting, which is happening in December. And we are going to get to be part of that and interview Sarah Adler, who is a local author. She is in Frederick. Um, we have read her book, Mrs. Nash's Ashes. We will be asking her some questions about that, which is always a good time for us. This is a really fun book. It's a travel book. Um, I enjoy road trips, and she goes on a road trip with, yes, some ashes. So uh, it's just a fun, quick, it's a rom-com kind of a read. And uh, she has a new one coming in April. So we're really looking forward to meeting with her, interacting with her, and the friends at the library. So I would encourage you to become a member. These are not fireplace ashes. These are the ashes of a friend. Yeah, I figure they kind of that, um, figure that out. One tablespoon or three tablespoons, something like that. Something, something like that. that. We need to refresh on the book before the interview. And there's actually uh, one of our episodes where you can hear, now you don't hear it happening, but we talk about you reading a couple chapters of this book to oh, me. Oh, yeah. We were on our way to something somewhere. and trying to yeah use the time wisely. So he's driving and I'm reading a chapter or two to give him the intro because I had already gotten halfway through it, I think. And uh, Sarah has a book coming out in April, The Happy Medium, that you 
see up there. Mrs. Nash's Ashes was her first book. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of hoping that we're establishing a relationship with a up-and-coming writer mm -hmm. that we'll, we'll be able to continue. And we had a, another one uh, you mentioned, um, Charlie Goodyear. Uh, we interviewed him on a book called um, Garfield, Radical to Unifier, about President James Garfield. Yes. Which was a um, very, very interesting book. You know, if you would ask me what I knew about President Garfield, I would have said he had a beard, he was a president sometime after the Civil War, and he was assassinated. And that truly would have been everything I knew about him. But he is a fascinating guy. He, he, he had an, a, an amazing life. It's uh, an incredible book to read. But that was Charlie's first book. Yes. He has a contract with a publisher for a second book. Mm -hmm. We've stayed in touch with him, mm -hmm. and we're hoping that... Uh, Similarly to Sarah, you know, we'll have an interview, you know, in our future with him, like, too. Want to go to the next slide? Yeah. Annapolis Book Festival. We went to this last spring, and what you're looking at there is um, the walls of some buildings at a school in Annapolis, private school. I forget, forget what the name of it is now. But um, The Key it, School. Yes. Um, it's really interesting, and they have this tradition where the senior class, uh, one night, picks some picture from a book, and they go paint one of these walls, and when the kids come back to school the next day, you've got this, this new one. And there's some great, great stuff up there, you know, Harold and the Purple Crayon, Winnie the Pooh, uh, Eric Carle, uh, Calvin and Hobbes, a favorite, favorite of mine. Uh, be interesting to see what there's next year. But what's happening in season two is we're going to do a live podcast episode from the Annapolis Book Festival. That's April 27th. Um, so we've already talked to them. We just need to work out some of the details, but that one will be on location. And something we've been thinking about, and I don't know how we coordinate it, but you know, we do all these great things and people hear about them. I would love for people to be able to go along with us. That would be one to coordinate some kind of caravan or bus. My friend Cecilia and I talk about the bus, the people in your life and putting them on the bus and, and who they are and, and how they matter to you. And um, let's fill a bus and take them to the Annapolis Book Festival. So anyway, we'll see if we can coordinate something like that, but we will certainly be there. And it was a fun event, so one definitely to, to try to get to. Last one, um, as far as upcoming events, there will be many that we don't know about yet. That's how this year has happened. John Waters wouldn't have been on our slides for last year, and it happened. So I'm sure there are some things that we didn't anticipate and won't for this year, but this one's a big one. Uh, Maryland Library Association, it's all of the counties and libraries, obviously, in Maryland, uh, get together for their conference, and we're gonna get to participate in that. And our intention is to collect stories about what it's like to be a library person. What have they heard and seen in all of the years collectively that these professionals have been um, supplying books to our community? I can't wait. Um, uh, again, about book people and hearing the stories and how they've inspired young readers. Um, it's gonna be quite a show. Um, I can't even imagine the amount of content that we're gonna walk away from uh, to share with our audience about books, communities, libraries, and the things that they're doing um, in our area. Very much looking forward to it. And Andrea, thank you for making that connection. 
You said the last, but we actually have another. Oh, I forgot there was one more. one. How could I forget this one? This, this kind of, you know, my baby. We are <laughs> still in the early stages, but we're working on putting together a workshop for kids to come see children's writers and illustrators. And we have a, a date, July, it's a Wednesday in July. I think it's 20, I'll look. Well, I'm looking. Okay, so if you have a child or a grandchild who is an aspiring writer or illustrator, uh, this might be something that they will want to uh, come to. Uh, we do not have the people arranged for yet, but we have people we're thinking about. And um, the idea will be uh, there'll be a big talk where these writers and illustrators will talk to an audience of kids, and then there's going to be a uh, breakout into separate rooms where one author illustrator will talk to a group of kids and another will talk to a, a, another group of kids. Uh, we're, we're pretty excited about you know, trying to put this together and see what we can make happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, this is the end of the slides, but the one thing that we have left to do is the book giveaways. So um, I don't know, do we go all through that, given the time? Do you want to talk about the books and have people select, or we could do that? Well, I think we're okay off, on time. Off, okay. We, uh, we spent a lot of time in year one and kind of moved quickly through year through two. Through year two, yeah. So um, real quick, while we kind of get that together, is are they all in there already? Okay, I was going to give a last chance for people to, has anyone not? submitted that you want to put it in there so we can do the book of voice. Okay. okay. Before we give those, you know, we also did hand out surveys. Now, of course, there's no requirement to fill them out, but if you, if you uh, did, we'd be interested to hear what you have to say. And if we have time here, even if somebody wants to say something that uh, is on their mind about the, uh, the podcast, you know, we, we'd definitely like to hear. So real quick about the books over there to select. I will draw a name and then you can go pick whichever one you want, first come, first serve. They're all over here. Vanna is showing the, the book selection. Um, it's quite a collection and okay, so yep, that one is the, is that the, I can't see that far, but it's the journal for book club. So if you're a book club person and you want a way to document some of your reading, that one is the one for you. It's like a journal for book club. That's what I call a bliss book. Um, bliss is just, you know, happiness, life, hap it's a Lori term. Yeah, so uh, that one is a, a miniature book about ways to add happiness in your life. Uh, Wink, so one of the things that we've talked about is children's literature not being just for kids. So this is a young adult book. It's about a boy who had um, cancer and his, and his eye. So imagine the wink. So it's his journey. It's him dealing with adversity and getting through that. Um, this is a magazine, Oh Reader. Do you know about this? Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of the things that we've talked about this year is expanding your reading beyond the standard book. And we were at a place in Easton <laughs> called the Flying Cloud um, Bookstore, and they had a whole section of periodicals, which is rare to see anymore. And I just kind of, it, it just grabbed my eye. So I wanted to throw a magazine in the mix. So if you're not a big reader, but maybe you're trying to get there, start with the magazine, and that's a good one. It's all about reading. Um, what's left on the table, Wolfpack. Okay, one of the kinds of books that I really enjoy is ones that come from commencement speeches at college graduations. This is one of those. 
Abby Wambach, she was a uh, U.S. soccer star for women's soccer, and she did this commencement speech, and it became a book. There are many that are like that. Um, John Waters did one. I don't remember the name of his book that was... We can look that up. Break, break something? Uh, breaking the Rules? It might have been something like that. Anyway, Abby's book is about finding your tribe. I have found mine. I found them at the gym. Um, I'm all for uh, that as a, a way to live your life. Surround yourself with people that are like-minded, that enjoy the same things as you. So Wolfpack is that kind of a book. Um, the Fiona book, so that is you, Antonise. So we were talking earlier about one of Ted's favorite books, which was The War That Saved My Life, one that he recommends to a lot of people. Last year, the person who got that book was my Aunt Denise. So she told me about this book that she loved. And I thought, ah, perfect. You were here for the first. I knew we were going to be here for the second. So I got a book that is recommended by you. And I've read this book. It's a, I don't know if it's an autobiography or memoir, probably more memoir. Mm -hmm. uh, it's um, somebody who ended up with a very successful life but had a very hard Childhood. I think it starts out with her talking about how she ran as fast as she could home because she needed to avoid all the bad things that were going to happen to her on, on the way home. Uh, we talked about Wise Gals. That was the one that you had on your recommended list, and that is a signed copy. And then lastly is a cookbook. So when I was on my search for what dish to make for the cook-off, one of the things I considered was an Asian-inspired dish because I love sushi. And so I got this book because the chef, Morimoto, was not only an iron chef, so cook-off, cook-battle, but also that it was Asian-inspired. I flipped all through it thinking I was going to make that. I did not make that, but so it became a book available. So um, not used. I didn't even cook with it, but um, so it's another one of our book giveaways tonight. Okay? I'm going to go off script before you, before you draw one. Okay. There's one person in the audience who's getting preferential treatment here. Uh, we were in the um, normal books and records, and I saw a book that I had read years ago and said, I know somebody who might like to read that. It's called Operation Drumbeat. It's about uh, German U-boats operating off the eastern coast of the United States during World War II. A fascinating story. The, the writing is a little annoying sometimes, but the story is really good. But... Um, Somebody I, I've known for, for many, many years uh, is, is, is here. Sam, this, this is for you. All right, I did, I, it's funny, because I was gonna do it off, off camera, but I've got one too, two books actually. This is for Monica. Uh, when we interviewed her, we talked about um, books that she read as a kid and that she read with her dad and maybe what inspired her reading as she grew up. And um, gosh, Dad made you read some awful things. So this, I went lighthearted. Children's books, Berenstein Bears. I found you two of them at one of my vintage shopping, good book hunting adventures. So it made me think of you. So these are for Monica. Yeah, so what Lori's kind of referring to there, yeah, I read my, my daughter and son are both, both here. I read to both of them a lot when they were young. But there was one, one day, reading a book and, and Monica said to me, why are you always reading me books about boys? <laughs> and, and I stopped and said, 
wow, you know, she's right, I am. You know, it wasn't my intent. I wasn't out to, to do it, but I was picking books that I thought I wanted to expose her to, but they, they all had boys as the, the main characters, which actually led me in a graduate program to um, do something where I, it was called um, finding, finding Their Own Path, Strong Female Characters in Fantasy Fiction. And I found 100 books where the, the main character was, was female. Now, a lot has changed since then. There's been an explosion mm -hmm. of, of these kind of books. But at that time, uh, it was actually a struggle to try and find it. But it, uh, that all happened because of her asking me that question. OK, book giveaways. First book. And you can go pick whichever one you want. <laughs> Brian Wheelock. <laughs> go pick a book. You guys, tell us what you pick. Hold that up and let us see. I'm guessing which one I think you're getting. Uh-huh, I had a feeling. Libby Trostel is the next book. Go pick your book. Oh, oh Libby, I didn't even see you were here. <laughs> Way to call her out. Oh, Denise Fisher. <laughs> oh, come on, there's gotta be some no, rule against this. No, you're gonna have this. to come every year. Robin McGrew, we've got our lucky row. How many books do we got? I gotta slow down here. Christy Bixler, you would think I have this thing fixed. <laughs> it is a little suspicious. My aunt, my boss, <laughs> my real estate agent. <laughs> Steve Horn. Did he hear? Yep. Oh, he did, okay. Ann Gifford. <clears throat> How are we down to? <clears throat> Looks like you've got one more. One more? Well, she's on her way for one of them. Oh, yeah, we've got the. One more? Andrew Mansfield. You get the last one. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> So we, we do have a few minutes remaining, unless people are saying, please, how do I get out of here? Um, is there anything anybody would like to ask us or say to us? Stop talking. <laughs> no? So we had questionnaires on the table. Uh, would appreciate you filling those out. It gives us some feedback about what you'd like to see more of or less of in season two. If there are things we haven't tried that you would like to see us do, please give that suggestion. If you have a favorite bookstore, library, et cetera, that you'd like to see us visit, an author that you want us to try to interview, can't always make that happen, but we can try. Uh, we would appreciate your feedback. Thank you very much for being here tonight. And as we always wrap up the show, thank you for listening. And enjoy your reading. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm.